We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It is time for our weekly visit with our legal analyst, Brad Young, with Harris Dow Fisher and Young LC. And what we like to do is bring up a few legal issues, and then Brad gives us clarity Give us legal understanding about those issues. And you do it so well, Brad Young. Welcome back to KMOX. Thank you, Carol. It's great to talk to you. Okay, let's start with the classified document situation in President Biden. Five additional pages marked classified found at the president's home in Delaware. This brings the number to about 20 potentially classified records found at locations associated with the president. Um, One thing I want you to give us clarity on is I've heard some bring up the law regarding who can declassify documents, some believing only the president can do that. Is that true? Help us to understand that. Well, the president can certainly declassify documents, Carol, but there's also a formal process uh, within the White House that goes through a declassification process. Now, the, the idea that the president alone can declassify documents is really more of a legal theory. It's not actually been tested in the courts. And we would have to see whether that's with President Trump or President Biden as to whether that legal theory could be upheld by the courts, that the president can simply declassify documents at will. But there is a formal declassification process that government officials have to go through. And at least as far as what's been reported to date regarding President Biden, that declassification process was not done with regard to the documents that have been found. Concern has been expressed uh, uh, over when the president knew this, when President Biden knew these documents were discovered and when he told reporters, when he told the public. Uh, It also lets understand if there if intent matters in terms of whether criminal charges would be warranted. Well, intent is is a factor here. I'll, I'll take you back to it was 2005. Sandy Berger was the national security director for President Clinton uh, in, at the end of the 90s. But in 2005, he was convicted for smuggling documents out of the National Archives. So that showed a clear intent to remove those documents uh, unlawfully. But the fine for that kind of activity was, was a misdemeanor at community service. It was very minor. If, a, if the documents were inadvertently uh, held outside of a classified area, then the argument would go that there was no intent to deceive. And so at that point, there would probably be no charges. The thing that concerns me with President Biden here is that he had his own legal team collecting these documents, had his own attorneys doing that. And there's no information about whether any of those attorneys had government clearance. So in other words, when President Biden sends attorneys to collect the documents, if those attorneys do not have national security clearance, simply finding and collecting those documents in of itself could be a violation of the law. That is a great point. And we've heard special counsel. We've heard independent counsel. What's the difference? You know, they both do pretty much the same thing, Carol, but the their ability to do their job is completely different. 
the the special counsel was really invented because of what happened in the Nixon administration. Uh, back in the 70s, I believe it was 1973, Archibald Cox was appointed as a special prosecutor to investigate Watergate. Uh, but at that point in time, when he was demanding that Nixon turn over the uh, audio tapes, Nixon refused and fired Archibald Cox. So uh, the idea of a special prosecutor is different than an independent counsel because a special prosecutor still works for the, uh, the Justice Department. But an independent counsel is appointed by the courts and is not subject to any control by the executive branch. Otherwise, their duties are pretty much the same, and the point of, of, uh, of appointing that type of prosecutor is also the same. I'm glad you brought up the Justice Department. We, we've heard this phrase from the GOP-led House and, and from other Republicans around the country, the weaponization of the federal government. The GOP-led House now looking at a new committee to probe this. And this is something, a, a, a phrase, if you will, a description um, that they have created. What is it in your mind? And I, I'm, I'll weigh in my, on my own here. Well, the theory here, Carol, is this, that the FBI is being used for political purposes uh, instead of simply being used for the legitimate activities of government. Uh, and the purpose of this committee, at least ostensibly, will be to determine if that is in fact the case. And at least what we've heard from Washington, uh, this will be patterned after the so-called church committee hearings in the 1970s that looked into the activities of the CIA. Uh, Jim Jordan is at least... Uh, uh, have been reported to be the head of this proposed committee, but we don't know exactly the length or the breadth of that proposed uh, investigation committee. And we we have to we can look back historically that certainly the Justice Department, the FBI, the CIA have have looked at various citizens, private citizens. Um, Dr. King was surveilled, of course, by the FBI. We saw the we've seen the Justice Department to this day. And it's being debated, of course, look at voter suppression um, around the country. So I guess one could call those things a weaponization of federal government. Oh, absolutely. There's a long list of individuals, particularly, as you mentioned, with Martin Luther King in the in the 60s and others who were uh, really were trying to advocate personal freedom and to advocate against uh, discrimination, and they were investigated by the FBI. So I don't think the idea that the FBI is being used for political purposes is a new idea. It's been around for a very long time. The only thing new here is a committee to investigate those activities. And then there's the woman who got HPV in the car of a man insured by GEICO. A lower court awarded her $5.2 million, but the Missouri Supreme Court vacated that. Why did they take that action and what happens next? Uh, this case has, has gotten a lot of uh, coverage on late, by late-night comics. And the idea here is that the woman plaintiff and the male defendant entered into an agreement because the woman alleged she got a sexually transmitted disease from the man in the man's car. So the man and the woman entered into an agreement where the woman agreed to limit her collection of money just from the insurance carrier and saying, I won't go against this man individually. But they went to binding arbitration and the arbitrator awarded $5 million uh, to the woman. But the problem legally, Carol, is that GEICO, the insurance carrier, 
did not get to participate in any of those proceedings. So since they could ultimately be responsible for the payment, the Missouri Supreme Court said that this award should be vacated. It needs to go back to trial and Geico gets to participate in the defense of the case. And as they going forward participate in the case, let's weigh in on how we think this case might go. He is insured. It did happen in in like in in the vehicle, (laughs) even if it happened in the home. Could she sue uh, his homeowner's insurance? Well, this is on completely new legal ground, Carol. And in (laughs) fact, I'm not aware of any similar case to this. But the real question is, what kind of policy limits did the man have? So in other words, if he only had $25,000 of insurance coverage, the insurance carrier could never be found liable for $5 million because that would be above the coverage. It's a good one, and it's not going away anytime soon. No, it's not. (laughs) That is KMOX legal analyst Brad Young with us on KMOX. Brad, thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Great. Talk to you then. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.